T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Drive home with Ordway, Marloni, and Fourier. Weekdays 2 to 6. Sports Radio 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1 Lawrence Boston. A Radio.com sports station. It's Dickerson and Wiggy. Dick and Wiggy on Sports Radio WEEI. We, we want you to understand that this will not be taxing on your body. But we want 64 more games. We want the, the revenue from, from uh, uh, national uh, media. We want the gate. We want those games. Want there is it. no way no. a team is going to go in no. there and say, we're going to play two games with our backup quarterback. It ain't happening. I don't even know why we discuss it then. If the dean of Boston Sports Radio says not going ha- to happen, it will not happen. You trust me. I would not lie to you. They will not play 18 games. I think it's going to happen. I I think it's going to happen. I think Glenn is wrong on that one. I know he was right about movement of the ball and basketball, but I think he's wrong on this one. I think the NFL is going to make that happen, and they're going to sweeten the pot for players financially. Uh, And I don't know what that'll be. Maybe that'll be some type of guaranteed money in there and that kind of thing. Maybe they'll say, listen, we're going to guarantee you, you know, you know, four games, uh, that kind of thing. If you make the, you know, anybody who is on the opening day roster. It, besides, um, besides ownership, mm-hmm. do you think there's a huge clamoring for this? Because, because I don't, I don't feel like uh, football fans in general. There's this big great human cry. Would, I think football fans want it. Um, yeah, but are they? Are they? But do you really hear football fans go? Oh, when are they going to do an 18-game no, regular season? But you do hear them bitching about the preseason being too long, and that's what right. really yes. this is, right? I think people are looking at it wrong. It's not adding two games plus keeping the four. It's, it's elim- eliminating two preseason games that nobody wants. Anybody. Right. I know, but nobody. I don't think anybody really, outside of the owners, I don't think anybody really wants no, nobody, 18 regular season games. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's clamoring for that. Kim. I, don't think, I don't think anybody's out there saying, oh, they should do an 18-game regular season. But I think uh, what Ken's point is is that if they said all right we're we're getting rid of two preseason games and we're going to add two regular season games to the schedule to make it 18 games i think a lot of fans would go oh that's great that's that's perfect more football more real football will be fun i think the thing that hurts it is that players can only play in 16 games because now they'll go wait a second i do love the fact that we get two more games but i don't want to see a backup quarterback. I don't want to see, you know, whether it's Stidham or Hoyer and, and these two games because I because they can't play Brady. I, I'm all for adding games. I'm all for an 18 game mm-hmm. regular season. I'm all for eliminating two regular uh, two uh, preseason two preseason games. But it doesn't. But if it doesn't happen. It's no big deal to me. I, I don't. I don't I need. Still, I don't need those two extra regular season games. Right, but I think Ken's point is this, and I agree with him. I still think the preseason 
is just long and drawn out and boring. Think about this. You get through the first two preseason games. You're like, oh, we still got two preseason games left. Well, Wiggy, I'm like that after the first preseason game. Though. Right. Well, two. If it's two preseason games, it's not that bad. You know, you can say, all right, it's two preseason games. Maybe we see Brady in the second one for a quarter or so. Um, but then we're right on. We're right into the regular season, and we can start, you know, playing real football. Get rid of those two preseason games, and I think if you sweeten the pot for players, an 18 game season, guys will be on board with. Because, like I said this before, it's about putting money in, you know, the a majority of the players' pockets. Right? That's what if they know they can make two more extra game checks, they're all for it. Oh, it's, it's all about dollars and cents. It's, it's, it's simple. It's not hard math. The players are going to make more money. The owners certainly are going to make more money. So there's no doubt in my mind, Wiggy, it's going to happen. To, to, what, right. to what incarnation? I don't know. Whether that means it's 18 games where players can only play 16, where players can See, only play 17. Stupid. Like that, to me, I think is, 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 is... You think the 16 out of 18 is stupid. Yeah, I think playing where you could say, alright, we're going to do 18 games, but players only can play in 16 games. I think that is stupid. Okay, but let me ask you this. You think it's stupid. How does the NFL, how do they get around and how do they sell their fans towards, listen, we uh, uh, we think it's so important to protect the bodies and the heads and the mm-hmm. minds, uh, the, the physical nature of our players. We don't want them playing in 18 games. How do you get around that? Because right now, the owners and ownership... Looks pretty good because, you know, right now it's well. He's only going to play sixteen games. We're going to add. We're going to add two games, but players are, aren't going to play eighteen. They're not going to damage their bodies. I don't think you We're can not going to give put them in too much can, danger. I don't think you can sell it though, uh, Greg, because you got to think about this, right? If you play in sixteen games versus eighteen games. You're still putting your body and you're putting yourself in harm's way. It's not like they're going, well, you know what. We're going to play an 18-game schedule, but the players can only play in seven or eight games. You know what I mean? You're not cutting it in half and how much you're basically saying, oh, because them not playing in two games is going to really save their body or or protect them in some type of way, like health-wise. No, I mean, 16 games, you still run the risk of, you know, anything possibly happening. And I think what... But those percentages go up when you add those two games. I understand the percentages go up, but... the thing that they have to do, the thing that they're doing now is all the other stuff. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Training camp is now, what, 14 days? And so they look and go, eh, training camp's not as bad. You know, the 18-game schedule that we're playing, guess what? We don't. You don't get to practice in full pads. Look what we've done. We've basically taken that away. You know, guys are not practicing. We were practicing again in the Super Bowl uh, against the Rams. We were wearing full pads during that week of the Super Bowl. Really? Super Bowl practice week. We were wearing full pads and getting after it. And now these guys, I hear some of these stories with these guys. They're like, yeah, we're out of, you know, we don't even put shoulder pads on no more. After. Say, guys are just in shells on Thursdays and Fridays a lot of the time. <clears throat> well, now at times, you know, after week, you know, three or four, some of these guys are like, shoot, we haven't put shoulder pads, you know, during practice. We don't put shoulder pads on no more. And uh, so I think that's their way of saying, you know, they might alter that a little bit and say, hey, here's what we're doing. We're even cutting back more with, you know, padded practices and that kind of thing to help the 18-game practice schedule. So you believe that the whole 16 out of 18 game thing is not going to be uh let me let me rephrase that. Mm-hmm. If 
uh, the owners come in with a proposal of 18 games, yep. but without that 16 out of 18 caveat. Right. If, if you're saying to players, we're going to pay you for 18, right. and you're going to play 18, you don't see that as a roadblock to this being done. No. I think players will accept it. I, I think players will ultimately, I, I mean, obviously, if you put the 16-game thing on the table, it's it's more of a benefit for the players. Right. But the owners know, and, and you said this, why would you want to go to a game, let's, let's call it week 16, right, in an 18-game schedule, week 16, and you got to go to a game, and you're not going to see Brady play. They're not, not a glorified see, preseason. Game, yeah, you're not really? going to see Edelman play. Now I know it's going to it, it, it's going to count during the season, but how as a coach do I prepare? What games do I keep Brady out of? When do I sit Brady? When do I sit my 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 starters? Well, do I sit two two linemen in this game? Do I sit one lineman? I mean, I, I think there's a lot of problems there that it can cause. Coaches don't want to deal with that. Wiggins. Right, it's from, interesting. I mean, Alex Cora sits guys on Sunday. He strategically gives guys days off. That's yeah, interesting but, in baseball. But, but baseball be, um, can, because it's so long, you can get away with it. And football, if you sit a guy, we all know that one game can determine home field advantage throughout the postseason, especially around here in New England, versus having to go to Kansas City in the AFC Championship Well, game. now you've got to build a deeper team. You need a quarterback, a backup quarterback worth his salt. That right, makes but, more but important. now what happens is... <laughs> well, you, you want to find them for me, Ken? What about Brian Hoyer? So, no, no, Brian, no, but so now what happens is, right, how do you build this team? Right, Brian Ken? Hoyer. Ken oh, thank say, you. Thank Ken's you, Chris. saying you Appreciate have to build, Hoyer. build a team, right? Because we talked about field goal kickers. Yeah. So now you have to carry an extra one. What's the number of people I can have on this roster? Because now you're going to eat into um, guys that could potentially make this team, a guy that could potentially make this team that deserves to make the team. The coach goes, uh uh-uh, uh, sorry, we can't keep you because we got to keep, uh, you know, Johnny. Um, Johnny Alberts for an extra week because he's a backup kicker, so we got to keep him for two weeks. So that actually hurts players or a backup quarterback. Well, they're going to add roster spots. I mean, that's got. But how many roster? How many spots? roster spots are they going to add? They don't. I've heard uh, fifty-seven thrown out or sixty. All right, I mean, so yeah. they're that fifty-three right now is the fifty-three is the active roster. Right. Um, Wouldn't so, you rather have more offensive linemen, defensive linemen, linebackers using up those spots as opposed to another backup quarterback who can't play right. or a backup kicker that you're not even sure can kick? Right, because you can't play a backup quarterback on, guess what, on punt team or punt return right. or any special teams. So you start you start eating into um, guys potentially making the team. So if you're at, say, in 57, that's only four more roster spots. But don't you got to carry an extra field goal kicker or somebody who could do, you know, potentially be a backup, a punter that could do both? Where are we finding these field goal kickers, by the way? Because half the kickers... There's always in- 15 guys that try out when you need a field goal kicker. They're just, they're just sitting what there. what happens to them, Ken? They don't play. They don't get signed because they suck. All right, fine. Half so one game you go for kickers. two all the time. That'll be great. So half the field goal kickers in this league don't can't kick, field kick goals. to begin with. You make it that simple. I'll just don't kick field goals. Just go for you're it. You guys are making it so complicated. You're you're getting into the minutiae of roster well, spots. People. But that's what you have to you have you, you have to consider that when you're right. when you're deciding. You say, oh well, sixteen out of eighteen, and I can't play these guys all eighteen games. And then w- w- when do I bring in this kicker? When do I use this? When do I use this Jermaine Wiggins guy to be my kicker? Do right. I use him in the in the third week or in the seventh week? I said it before. I said it earlier on this morning. Coaches, they don't want more decisions right. on their plate. They, don't want, you, they don't want to make another decision. But then, Ken, if you know that they got Gaskowski for 16 weeks, now you're only really bringing in a kicker to 
kick for two weeks. Well, tough luck. Do your job as a coach. The fans want less preseason, more games that count. The players want an extra $2.6 billion divided amongst them. So it's, I don't understand why people are against this. It's actually I, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not against, against, I'm not against I, it. I say play the 18 games. Uh, eliminate the 16-game um, thing where players... So players have the ability to, to play in every game. So now coaches don't have to make those decisions. They don't have to carry an extra uh, kicker. You want to make the roster bigger so you can have extra bodies... I'm fine with that. And then guarantee those guys some money. Maybe you say, hey, an 18-game schedule, we're going to guarantee you guys five or six games. Hey, I'm a horrible, horrible human being. I don't care whether guys get I, – I hope they don't get hurt. I don't want guys to get hurt. I don't want them to have long-term injuries. But to me, it's like I, I want my entertainment value first. I don't want to see the dregs of society – playing two games out of 18 during the regular season. I want to see the best of the best. I want to see starting quarterbacks. I want to see starting offensive linemen. Right. I want to see starting linebackers. And you know what? If the percentages go up that they may get hurt, well, if they're okay with if Jermaine Wiggins, a tight end, if he's playing in the league right now, right. if he's okay with it, if he's okay with putting his body on the line for two extra games, what the hell do I care? Right. Why and, do I care? And, and 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 when you look at it, that's why I said it's about the guaranteed money. So if there's a way to sweeten the pot for players where the players are going, you know what? Hey, two extra games means two preseason games I don't have to play in, but now I'm I'm able to get four or five weeks of my salary guaranteed because this is something that we negotiated in. Hey, that works for me because who knows? There are some guys that might make a team and go, you know what? I might not even be here week six or seven, but I know if I can get – uh, four or five weeks guaranteed. At least that puts me in a position where financially, if something happens, I can, you know, hopefully have the ability to wait for my next team to come call and that kind of thing. So it might sweeten the pot for the majority of players that are like that. The Brady's and the Breezes and the Rogers, you know, they don't give a damn. They're, they're making millions. They don't care about that. But it's the way the other guys, it's the Landon Roberts. It's like we talked about. It's the Kyle Van Noys. It's the, you know, the Derek Rivers. It's, it's guys it's, who haven't had that big score yeah, yet. Yeah, it's the Diedrich Wises. It's like, all right, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm living paycheck to paycheck right. in this league. 617-779-7937. Um, Al in Rhode Island, uh, you're up next. Hello. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Oh, it's wonderful now. Wonderful. Well, I mean, well, I mean, you've been dealing with enough stupidity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can throw it at me, but you've been dealing with enough stupidity today. This is my second go-round listening. Obviously, oh, thank you, Albert. Appreciate that. We were up. so stupid oh, no, earlier, you no, no, no. decided to come back oh. for more. God bless you. Yeah, exactly. Your stupidity is attracting. Right. attractive. It's, so, all, it's all that matters. It's all I'm trying to do, happen. attract people. If this were to happen, mm-hmm. they, the NFL was to go to 18 games, there is no team in the league that would benefit more so than you guys. Here's why. Okay. You have, if you look at your collective roster, you have men that start and contribute to Super Bowl winning teams that if you put them back into the pool in the entire league was to redraft, you have men that start and have rings that would not start on other teams. But because Bill Belichick coaches them and because you play in a special ed division, you win. So, just imagine the rest of the league is leaps and bounds behind you with their starters. You have glorified backups starting, and you win. So imagine if these nitwits have to now try to find backup players to go against your replacement players. You, you, Tom Brady will get rest. Your starters will get rest. These people, your starters will be on the field. Your coaches will be on the field laughing at the Jets, Dolphins, Bills, 
Browns, any other team in the league except like three. Giants, yes, Giants, Redskins, uh, Green Bay Packers, the rest of the nitwits in the league who can't get it right. And you have idiots calling your show. You want to overplay a 42-43, however old Tom Albert, Brady is. Albert, it doesn't matter anymore. Brady's going to retire in another year. And remember... No one's got to pay attention. To, no one's going to pay attention to football around here, Albert. Once Brady retires and Belichick goes away, we're not going to care about football anymore. Remember, Dickerson? Were you a big football guy before? Uh, yes, I was. I was a, a big football game. I was a big football guy growing up here. Yes. Yeah, you were drinking beers every week, and you were watching. No, I was. No, I was in middle school, so I wasn't drinking beers, dummy. You probably were, but but here's what's funny. You and everybody were watching, but the games are blacked out, though. So, every, ah, so I was listening on the I radio, mean, dum-dum. Well, right, the Patriots, they're good at 96. I mean, they got no, to but the I'm talking, I'm talking about the 1980s when the games weren't on TV yes. locally for home right, games. Right. But I watched road games. Okay, and then when they, put them on, when they put them on local TV, you got blacked out anyway. So if you... And everyone else. Hey, Pats, they got Pats, that makes no sense, Al. Pats were up 3 nothing in that game against Chicago. I'll never forget that. They get that field goal by Tony Franklin after that turnover. Oh, they should have played they Grogan. They should have played Grogan in that game. And then they should have played Flutie two years ago in that so Denver playoff ball, game. Like a seven-year-old Are you still talking? Are you still on the air? Yeah, he's here. Are you still there? Medication. I'm sorry. What, Albert? Answer my question. I didn't hear the. I didn't hear the question. If you were watching the games uh-huh. and you were a fan then, I was. why were your games not on your local television network? If you were all watching, like you say you are, mm-hmm. why were you not able to? Because I'm just one person. I, I didn't have that much power as a 12-year-old. Well, because the team wasn't that good. Albert, 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 I would say that most people out there, the majority of Patriot fans now, did not watch the games back then. That's either... He, uh, but, okay, okay, but, Al, but Albert, what you don't seem to understand, because Albert, shut your mouth, shut your mouth and listen. What you don't seem to understand, Albert, is, is that over time, fans of various sports or various things mm-hmm. are developed. So if you were born in, let's say, 1985, okay. you're 95, 05, 15, yep. you're 34 years old right now. Yep. You're right in the wheelhouse. Right. You're a football. You're a huge football fan because right. that's all you've ever known. Right. All you've ever known is great football and championships and all that other stuff. You're not going away. And for those who weren't, and for those who those who weren't, you know what? Some of those, football. some of those may go away. Some of those okay, go away, but okay, think of all the football okay, fans they've developed, stupid, stupid. So, yeah, think of all the football agreeing. fans they've so developed in their teens and twenties and thirties. Okay, so that means the New England sports fan likes the winner. That's that's what we're essentially saying, right? No, nobody likes a winner. No, 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 no. all over the place. People hate winners. So you're not distinguishing yourself. That means you're, you're right. I agree with no, you. No, you weren't around when the team sucked in the 80s. Now, listen, moron. I, 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 listen, goodbye. I, goodbye. I was, I was goodbye. born in 75. Yeah. And I was, so in 85, 86 when they went to their first Super Bowl. I remember that. But they were, they were, they were decent and... I think when did Parcells get here? In Parcells 90, got here in 93. 93, right? So they made their little run right around then. I remember them um, them uh, getting Bledsoe, paying Bledsoe, and then they drafted McGinnis. They want you to cook the dinner. They, so the Patriots during the Parcells era were a pretty good team. They were making yeah. their way. In 96, they ultimately got to the Super Bowl. So during that era, I mean, I was a Pats fan and watching them. And, of course, prior to maybe... 85 and uh, 84, 83, 82. I mean, I don't really remember those days, but 
they weren't very good. So they People used to, didn't watch them. Yeah, and so they played the Giants games around here because guess what? The Giants during that era were good. But they all, Patriots! But they also had Giants fans who were, what, 50 at the time because they remember the Giants from before yes. the Patriots came around. Guess what? No offense to those people. They're either dead or dying. Yes. You've raised Patriot fans now over the last 25 years. Those right. people aren't going away. No. They may, they may, their interest level may dip based on the team's play, but they're but still going to be there. But that happens everywhere. I don't even think it'll dip hey, based on their play. I think what will end up happening, knowing, knowing the crafts and how they work, even when they move on from Brady and Bill, because it's a success, they're still going to put a competitive product out on yeah, that but football At some team. point in time, Wiggy, they're going to have three or four just absolutely dog crap years. I don't, think, no, I don't think so. It just happens. Has it it ha- happens everywhere. Did it happen to the Pittsburgh Steelers? Where they yep. just had, like, when you think about the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, the Steelers have had uh, their fit. Right, am I right, Ken? The Steelers have had their... They're about bottomed out, but they've right. had yeah, some bottomed out, but they've had their... Seasons, they've yeah. had their... Yeah, they've right, had their below 500 I don't, I don't see the Patriots bottoming out. And I, I see the Patriots, even after that, still being 9-7, and seven, still being a team that can, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting to make the postseason. Right. When you say, like, bottomed out, like, I don't never see the Patriots being, like, the Detroit Lions where they go 2-4 and four, Fourteen or where they're you know five and eleven. Oh, I can definitely see five and eleven, no, six and ten. That not it no happens. It, not it's no just it's a, a natural course of sports. It happens. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Wiggy and Dickerson here on Weei, the home of the best off season Patriots coverage. Boston Sports Station. Now here's what's trending on Weei. Trending now brought to you by Awaken 188 Loss. It's the proven program that will fit into your summer while helping you fit into your bathing suit, lose weight starting your very first week. All right, now we got a Florio bomb here regarding Rob Gronkowski. Uh oh. According to Florio at Pro Football Talk and NBC Sports, a source close to Gronkowski pegs his potential for a first annual unretirement this year at 40%. Okay. 40% Gronk is back per Mike Florio. I say 95% we will see Gronkowski with either this year or next year. I won't go that high. Next year? Next year? Yeah, he take a whole year off? Maybe he takes a whole year off, but he comes back next year. I think if he takes a whole year off, he's done. No, I don't think so. I'm not going 99%, but I'll go 75 80%. Yeah, I think he's coming back. Now, this says the factor that could be considered if Brady makes a direct appeal, that could be the difference maker. Do you believe that? If they struggle, whatever, in the middle of the season, Brady starts to beg... I think Brady's already begged. Yeah, I think Brady, I, I, it's already been out there. We'll I see think, how bad it gets, I think so. Brady uh, Tom says, "Hey Rob, stay in, you know stay in shape, and when you come back, don't worry. Oh, we're just going to throw you the ball. You don't have to worry about blocking. We'll, we'll, we'll put you a nice little package together." And, and you're not asking when, if, and when Rob Gronkowski comes back. You're not saying you've got to be the Rob Gronkowski no. of three years ago or two years ago. Just another piece. If it, it, as long as they bring him back and, and they tell him or they expect him to be a piece of the puzzle and right. not the main puzzle, I think he'll come back and, and he'll he's be still good. He's still good enough. He's still good enough to do that. And we can, saw it last year. Can he block as well yeah, at a, redu- listen, at a blocking, reduced size? Let me tell you something about blo- blocking. Is so overrated. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute! Whoa, 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 wait a minute! Oh, I found Wiggy's blocking statistics. Oh, your ratings just went down. Madden rating uh, blocking statistic: Jermaine Wiggins in two thousand four. <laughs> 17. Not right. very good. But it's <laughs> over it's overrated in the sense of you having to be that point of attack blocker and if he lo- if he gets down on a little bit of weight, so be it. Nowadays, look at the ed- it's all about edge rushes. And guess what edge rushers don't want to do? 
They don't want to set the edge in the run game no more. So they got no they got no problem with being blocked. So that's not the big deal. When Gronkowski comes back, his ability to work the seam, work the middle of the field, that's the most important thing. By the way, this Florio source, I'd say 90% chance it's his agent. It's Rosenhaus, mm-hmm. given the ties we've seen with yeah. Florio and Rosenhaus. Yeah. So he's got an invested interest in Gronk coming back. But I was going to say, is that is is um is Rosenhaus saying what he hopes Gronkowski would do, or does he really think? Does he think that Gronkowski will? Is he hoping, yeah. yeah, I think it probably trying a to create bit, a yeah. stir and a, and a buzz. Game two of the Sox and Jays tonight at seven ten on the Shaw Star Market WEI Red Sox Radio Network. It's Andrew Kashner night, so tune in. Big. Night. Oh no, I got it. You asked me earlier. It took, it took me two hours. What's the sober cat? The the uh, the um, the Mark James nickname. Yes, Andrew. Trashner. <laughs> okay, is that perfect? Is that that's Mark James? That's a good one. That's that's perfect. A, you are becoming Mark James. Trash. Yes. No, working James. with too yes. much. I will come over there. I will punch the lights out of you. Ever say that so again, much Ken. Say, Mark James is starting to it rub off Mark James and Jermaine Wiggins on <laughs> WEI. This is the WEI Sports Radio Network. Right now, I just need you to get real loose. Get comfortable. Grab your loved ones. I'll grab your love, partner. And if you're by yourself, no worries. Don't tell Just me who this is. After me. Little Nas X. No, this is no. um, this is the new one. Oh, damn! What the hell was his name? Shoot, this is a this is a new one. This is Giddy Up. The Get Up. The Get Up. By who? Forget his name. So a new rapper, Mike yeah. Matnansky. Mike yeah. Oh, this is Mike. Oh, I like it. He's AKA, I like this. this is good stuff. AKA, uh, Muddy, Muddy M. Muddy Mutt. Muddy M. You still have your uh, rankings over there? Because we there was somebody I, I wanted to ask yes, you about. Yes, I have them right, right here. Hold on to those for a second. I'll, I'll, I'll get to them. Yes. Let's grab uh, David in Florida. Who's got some questions about Bella? I don't have that much patience to wait for you. Thank you for something wrong with us for the phone call, David. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. How do you think the one thing we haven't talked about mm-hmm. in regards to this sixteen games or play sixteen uh-huh. out of eighteen for players? How do you think certain guys would handle it? Because I know there's one quarterback who plays here. That probably wouldn't be a huge fan as much as he'd like to not have to play 18 games mm-hmm. at the age of 41 or 42. But there's a quarterback here who I think wouldn't take too kindly to somebody saying, You're going to sit out this game right. and you're going to sit out that game. Well, but that's how that guy. Uh, the, but and 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 that's the competitive nature. But I think a lot of players will, you know, a lot of players will think like that in the sense of where Brady's doing it because he's just a competitor at heart and he wants to do it. But at the end of the day, he knows because he came on with Drew getting hurt and then how him ultimately um, taking Drew's spot. And a lot of players know that all it takes is one or two games. Where you don't play, and if they're sitting, you say you're not playing well, and they have to sit you because it's the rule. And then next player goes in there, performs well. Now when you come back, they're like, oh, okay, we're going to split your playing time with this player because he's been doing a good job. And now he ultimately continues, and then boom, the, you've lost your job. But you think Brady could handle it? He could handle having to sit out two regular no. season games, two 
maybe key regular season games? No, because I mean we, we've games? seen Tom not want to come out of a 40, preseason game. Forty-five right. to three blowouts in the fourth quarter against the Buffalo Bills. So you think he's gonna want him to say, "All right, no, that's my point." No. And I lie. I think a lot of players are going to be like that for you know a few different reasons, um, and that's why I think that the the NFLPA is going to have to come back to uh, come back to it in a different direction, where they might say, okay, here's what we can do to potentially make this 18 game schedule work without doing the 16 games. All right, I want to go back to this Rob Gronkowski story through uh, Pro Football Talk. And Mike Florio, one of the things that he writes here, and, and, and again, according to this story, Florio writes, quote, a source close to Gronkowski, and we all think we know who that is. Mm-hmm. I hope it has to do us. more with love of the game than, than wanting to make a little more money. Oh, yeah, 100%. Thanks, Peter. A uh, source close to Gronkowski pegs his potential for a first annual unretirement at 40%. He goes on and he says Gronk's enjoying his life, doesn't need the money, he's having a blast. Question becomes whether Gronkowski misses his teammates and or the games after August becomes September. And that's kind of what I've always thought is, okay, if you're a football player, right. how could you not love not having to hit anybody or put pads on or have to run gassers or any of that other stuff that you guys do in July and August? How could you love to not do that? And then, yeah, because of, he's, you, you gotta you you gotta love not being a part of that. I guess he, is what I'm no, trying no, to say. But he's not thinking about that. See, I think that's what a lot of people miss when they say that. Like, I would I would kill to play. Right now. Right. Right? Now, granted, I don't want to deal with training camp. I don't want to have to deal with the running test and doing all that. And like you said, all the gases and, you know, training camp meetings and all that. But you miss that, like, camaraderie um, in the games, right? Getting ready to get, go to the games, in the locker room, preparing for the games. Like, you you miss that. Being, being in the huddle like during a TV timeout, and you know, and you're just say, you're sitting in there, and you, you're chopping it up, and you know, Tom's like, "All right, here's this is the play that we're running," and like that's the part that you miss. That's the part that you love is being able to compete on this highest stage in the actual game. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, Gronk doesn't miss what's going on now or what's no, going to go on over the next month miss, and a half. He'll miss the other part. He'll miss that, like he said at the ESPYs, you know, one of the biggest things that he's proud of is that people have always said he's a great teammate. He'll miss that. He'll miss that, you know, trying to find that locker room feeling that you can never replace. Like, you, can, where are you going to get that? And so he'll miss that. He'll miss the fact of getting ready to play in the games. He'll miss the fact of being in the games and, com- and com- competing and having the opportunity to know, okay, this play that we just called is, is designed for me to be the number one read and I have a chance to make a play. That's the stuff that he's going to miss. He's going to miss that itch. He's just uh, not coming back. And, and And ultimately he'll get to a certain point where he's going to, say to himself, and this is what I think because he's still at that age, and we haven't really seen many players do the Barry Sanders or Calvin Johnson, right. where they were in their primes and just said, and they walked away. He's Dunsky. Well, didn't and, and didn't, they, didn't Christian change his mind? Wasn't, didn't he? He was done, yes, he, and he wasn't done, and well, he was, was coming charred. back. Sorry? Yeah, that was Charlie. I was char- I, I, I'm sorry. I get the I get Christian's Similar predictions. Guys, yep. I get his predictions confused. But even with the Calvin Johnson thing, and even with the Barry Sanders thing, 
the the thing about them is they wanted to come back and play. The only problem was Detroit wasn't gonna trade them or send them somewhere else to play. So they, they also wanted mo- they also wanted more money. But, At but, least Calvin Johnson definitely wanted more money. Well, but they still had that like they still wanted to come the back. Itch. Yeah, they still wanted to play. They just wanted to play in the right situation. Where I think Gronk's in the perfect situation, where if he can come back in week eight, nine, ten, show up. You know, get get his feet back on the room, and then ro- absolutely playing next year, and then roll into the wait postseason. Till, wait till your show starts. Roll into the postseason, make a couple big catches. I mean, what's what do you what do you look at as a perfect time for him to come back after the bye week? After the bye week, and if you see how their schedule kind of, if you see how their schedule sets up, it works out perfectly, uh, perfectly for the Patriots because after the bye week is when they have that tough little run. Um, December first, Houston Texans. Right, and what what December first, right after the bye week, and then but if you look at that run after that, they have the Texans. Uh, who else do they have? I don't have the schedule in front of me. Uh, I'll pull up that schedule, but they they have a pretty decent run where you look at like oh, okay, Chiefs, Bengals, uh, Bills, and Dolphins. All right, so Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, and Dolphins. All right, so they got the Chiefs and, and the Texans. So now, I don't care who he's facing in the regular season. To me, you right. bring back Gronk. It's okay. The, these four games of your glorified preseason, right. you played for the postseason. Yeah, I, and, I, I, we brought you back for the postseason, and we brought you back to really, you know, hey, we're gonna throw you the ball some. We're gonna, you know, whether it's trying to like we saw him, we saw him last year in the postseason. Right. It might be one, two, three catches in one game. It might be you know four or five catches. And I think if he does come back, and I kind of alluded that we we discussed this earlier a little bit or alluded to it, if he does come back, you have to temper your expectations with Rob Gronkowski. If he comes back, you have to look at it and say, okay, Rob Gronkowski is not the number one option. He's not the number two option. He's a He's a nice piece to your offensive puzzle, so to speak. He's not the same guy that he. You're not going to expect yeah. him to be the same guy he was two seasons ago, right? But it's a little bit easier for him if he does come back for the postseason, right? Let's say the postseason they generally play in how many games they play in the divisional game, the AFC Championship game, and Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. That's three games. Right. So they say, hey, Rob, you know, come back for the end of the year. We'll get you the ball. But those three games, you got a chance to catch five or six passes in each of those games. And by the way, I'm wrong. The bye week, there's six games after the bye week. Yeah. Eagles, Cowboys, then Texans, okay. then the finish. Right. That sounded a little, yeah, little it was like, short. It sounded was, like a late bye week. So you figure Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, and who's, Chiefs. Chiefs, the other team. So you got a nice little run after that where you're the Patriots. But if you're saying to Rob, hey, you come back. Get you so we'll get you some action. Get your feet wet, but come the postseason, who knows? You might be the star of the postseason like you've been before, and you don't have all that wear and tear from the re- from the whole season to worry about. We'll come back and wrap things up, Wiggy and Dick here on uh, Weei. This is the Weei Sports Radio Network. We're gonna make our way out of here momentarily, Dale and Keith. Coming in. Speaking of Dale and Rich, Wiggy, been giving our uh, or you've been giving your yes Madden ratings for various personalities. Yeah, uh, personnel ratings. Thanks to a number of uh, NFL players just losing their minds over <laughs> their 
uh, own Madden ratings. Uh, Demarcus, uh, I want to say Demarcus Cousins, Demarcus Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Who's the other one? Keenan Allen. Keenan, Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen, another Keenan one Allen's lost his best. mind telling him he's not going to play. Oh, I'm not going to play uh, Madden anymore. Bro, who's making this? Hey, that's how I was when that Carolina rating came out. Like, 51. Quickly, your ratings for Dale and for Rich, All right. your Madden ratings for these two guys. All right, social media for Dale, uh, 93. Because I think, yeah, That's he's high. Yeah, he's, uh, he's on social he's media. Active on social and media? so okay. is, I had Rich at a 92. And it's high. And t- well, they're on social. I don't know they're on it, but I don't think of those two guys as being like. Uh, like you're not on it that much, Dale. No, here. So, no, right? Because you're, on it, but I'm not on. Yeah, it that I had much. your rating re- relatively what, low, fifty. I 60? had you. I had you more like a thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah, you're not on it that much. I follow that you. That's outrageous. And I don't see. I don't. You don't follow me. Then. Yeah, I do follow you. You do. Yeah, you on Instagram? No, exactly. not on. I, not on IG. Yeah, you're not IG. So, uh, entertainment value. I had Dale at an eighty-eight. The Dalian, if the Dalian comes out, he bumps up to about a 95. Um, Yeehaw. <laughs> Rich, I had him at a 92 entertainment factor. Oh, boy. Uh, so Rich is higher than Dale. Yes, yes. Oh, entertainment, have, really? have you ever heard of uh, uh, yeah. huh. Kiefer Madness? I have. Very entertaining. I, I have. I'll, I'll take your word for it. We got to get a... If, if, if you say so. We got to get a Dalian Madness. Not a, not a big Kiefer Madness fan over here. Yeah, not like ability, like like <laughs> I had Dale at a 93 because yeah. it seems like he's, he's very well liked. Uh-huh. Uh, I had Rich a little bit below him at a 90. Uh, I, I would go Rich is at a 99. Well, okay. I, I don't see how anybody can dislike Rich. Well, you know, I, I, I like him, but you know. I, I, I like him both. But the, I, yeah, I'm sure. Rich goes a little higher than Dale. Streets are talking. Uh, Annunciation. Dale, I had Dale at a 95 because, That's you know. He was, I go 99. He's the Dale. one who came out with Sobriquet and, and nobody knew. <laughs> even though he pronounced it wrong. Uh, and I had Rich as his Annunciation. I had Rich at an 84. So he's got to bump that up a I little bit. I apologize for nothing, mutt, you loser. At least I know oh, how to geez. spell. I know how to pronounce sobriquet. So, see, I call it sobriquet, but I guess it's sobriquet. Uh, accuracy, I had Dale at a 65. 65? Yeah, on his Chara take because he said Chara should be a, a top. So he loses all those points based on one yes. lousy plus, take? Plus he said the NHL playoffs recede. It was yes, totally wrong. Yes, he said the recede. So he's been, he's so, been wrong twice. Oh, that, and he that, had. That's bad for Dale to mess up on and, that. And he told us that there was, yes. there was a guarantee that Gronkowski would be back. Yeah. So his accuracy is at a 65. Um, work on that, Dale. Yeah, Rich. He's except for Avengers Endgame, which was horrible. And our opinionated, uh, I had Dale at a 82 and Rich at an 81. Overall, Dale is an 89 and overall, Rich is a 93. Uh, let me ask you this. Are they both higher overall than Mark James? Uh, Mark James is the second lowest behind okay. Alex Reamer. <laughs> Alex Reamer, I have him overall at 26 because he's always yelling about something about 26. <laughs> you don't have to go any further, Wiggy. Right. As long as Dale and Rich are yeah. ahead of Mark James, they'll be fine. Well, Sorry, Mark, Mark James. Right. Mark Sorry, James. Mark we James. Had, we had Mark James at a 31. Uh, you're back here tomorrow, aren't you? I believe so. Tomorrow. Speaking of Mark James. Yes, I'm with Mark James. <laughs> and Andy Hart tomorrow. Well, this should be interesting. Enjoy yourself tomorrow. I'll be listening. Yeah, well, maybe we'll get something going. Ken, nice job over Good there job, on the Nick. other side. Good job. You got it. This uh, is all Lucy's idea. Lucy. The WW, the WW, the WEI ratings uh, personalities. Lucy, Thank well done. Much. Dale Thank and you. Keith, they're up next. Don't forget Wiggy with uh, Mark and Annie Hart tomorrow. Dale and Keith up next. Sports Radio WEI. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.